Revival House Network presents another commentary. Aaron here with Zach. What's up? What's up, Vibus? So this is the start of something we've talked about the last month or two. Uh, we've been talking about doing uh, an Alien 3 exploitation of sorts, right? Mm-hmm, baby. Because the film itself is fascinating. Obviously, there's a big story behind it. It was David Fincher's uh, debut film. And he was sort of at lengths with the production company, you know, 20th Century Fox. And he had his vision. And the studio had another idea of how the film should be. They chopped it all up. Long story short, David Fincher disowns this movie. In fact, if you guys were to seek out any of the uh, quadrilogy box sets that have come out over the years for the Alien series, he's the only one that's missing, you know, from doing featurettes and commentaries from, you know, his respective film. And because he literally does not want anything to do with this piece of shit. And you know what? You kind of get it once you see both uh, the assembly cut. I mean, there was never any legit director's cut, right? Mm-hmm. But once you see the assembly cut, and the theatrical cut, what everybody saw, you kind of understand. I mean, I guess I'd be pissed off too as a as a director, or filmmaker, or whatever. But, um, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a great movie. The, this movie obviously tries to retread what the first Alien did, where they brought it back to to, to just one creature, more of a monster movie. Uh, they're kind of in an isolated area. They don't have access to weapons. And it's so in that way, it's it's like the first one, but it just misses the mark. It does. It doesn't do it as good as the first one. The characters aren't as cool and likable as in the first one. And it is kind of a slow burn. But the first one was a slow burn. But this one's like, I don't know. I don't know what makes I don't what the what's the difference between a slow burn that works and a slow burn that doesn't work, Zach? Isn't it weird? Like, I don't know, because sometimes it works. <sighs> it might be the characters, right? Because Alien had great characters. Uh, this one. I, don't, I watch it. I watch the theatrical version. This is the one that I saw originally, obviously. And yeah, it's kind of a plotting, kind of boring movie. But even as a kid, I wanted to like it, right? Because I loved Aliens. I loved it. And I love I love this video game, which is actually made by LJN because they made different versions of this game on, gosh, it was on the NES, the Super Nintendo, the Genesis, the Game Boy. Which version did you like? They're all good. I grew up with the Sega Genesis one, and uh, I, I think it's really good, and it's it's a great game. The Super Nintendo one, it, it's it's a little bit different of a game. It, it, graphically, it's it's more advanced. It looks a little better, but the Genesis version is a lot of fun too. Um, which is funny because LGN they suck, you know, bowls of dicks. They they're horrible typically. But anyway, we're gonna watch this, and like I said, the idea is that we're doing a commentary for both of them. This one. Uh, starting with the theatrical cut, and then we're also going to do the assembly cut so we can sort of compare and contrast. Hopefully, uh, between the, both these commentaries, we can sort of talk about each one and, and come to a conclusion on which one's better, maybe the strong points and the weak points of each one. But I will still attest that it's been a little while since I've seen this version because ever since the assembly version's been like at my disposal, which I've been watching the assembly cut for... I think I first saw it when they released the DVD. When DVDs first came out, they released a quadrilogy box set. And I think that came out in like 2001. So I've been watching nothing but the assembly cut for 17 years. So I, you know, it's been a while since I've watched this version. And I can at least speak for the assembly cut that it's still not a great movie, but it's, I always, I always describe it as 
almost a really good movie. It's almost a really good movie. It's still missing something. But anyway, we're starting with the uh, theatrical version here. Zach, we're all queued up. Where did this particular version, just in case people are watching along at home, where did this come from? I know it it boots up with the 20th Century Fox logo, regardless. It came from the internet. Okay. Because my fucking Blu-rays wouldn't rip because they're defective or something. Oh, that's bogus. I bought them brand fucking new. Actually, I got them from, you know how sometimes you can get like, oh, you could get them a little cheaper if you buy them from the Amazon warehouse. Oh, yeah. And it's like a used version, technically. But th- this one said it was new and they are. They're like fucked up. Um, so fuck that. I'm sorry to hear. But anyway, hopefully you guys can find it. Hopefully it's in your collection. I own this movie. I, I literally have like three different versions of the Alien Quadrology box set. So I'm straight. Now, and if you guys don't have this movie, dude, it's so cheap. The Blu-ray box set for this is, is it's, they, they've released, they released another quadrilogy a few years ago. And then when the last Alien movie came out, the sequel to Prometheus Covenant, they released yet another box set with all of them, including Covenant and Prometheus. But you know how it works when they keep re-releasing box sets, Zach? It's kind of like the Chucky thing. They get cheaper and cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, it ha- same thing with the Die Hard. When they kept adding on new Die Hard movies, the box sets, they'd keep reprinting them with new editions, and they just kind of got cheaper, and the boxes got flimsier, and the packaging got worse. Go out and get the first run of the Alien Quadrilogy on Blu-ray, the one that came out probably oh, fucking eight years ago, nine years ago. It's pretty old now. And it's just got the first four movies, and it's it's awesome. You can get it for like 30, for the for like the last four or five years, you'll be able to pick that thing up at Walmart or Best Buy. For $30, and it's a hard shell case, it's gorgeous, and it's got shit tons of special features. It's literally the best uh, bargain you can get, I think. But anyway, waste no time here. We're going to start it in three, two, one, play. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. And I got to tell you something right out of the gate. You're probably not going to believe this. You've never seen it? I'm not a huge fan of the Alien movies. None of them? Not, not really. I'm not a huge fan of any of them. Oh man, I, I, I watch them. I own them, but they're not ones I revisit very often. So I can't tell you if I've ever seen the, the- theatrical version all the way through. But so you're more familiar with the assembly cut. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I get that. The, the cool thing about the Alien series is, at least the core four. They're all very different from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, you should treat them like standalone movies. I mean, they each had a different director, a different visionary helming them. The first one's its own thing. Aliens is obviously its own thing. This movie is its, its own thing, I guess. Uh, Charles S. Dutton's in this. And then Alien Resurrection is like a live-action comic book. Mm-hmm. And that movie, Alien Resurrection, I mean, people shit on that one. I have a soft spot for it. For its corniness and its, you're an alien apologist. It's got it's got like a sci-fi original movie quality to it, and it's got Brad Dourif in it, man. He's in a lot of part f- like you notice part fours. They're always in space, but all the alien movies are in space, so it doesn't count there. But Brad Dourif's also in fucking uh, Critters Four, which is in space. Coincidence? I think not. Fucking Illuminati exposed. <laughs> Now this opening Mortal Kombat Ultra. 
<laughs> this this opening seat look at that styrofoam this opening uh sequence here where it's obviously the pickup from the second movie aliens where uh michael bean you know newt and ripley they they all escaped on a pod together now mm-hmm. this one's pretty well documented if you guys follow the series at all but this intro really pissed off james cameron and michael bean Oh, and Michael Bean, that guy's got to fucking eat, right? Yeah, they they cost him a lot of job. If if job, what am I like Mexican? He called me job, but they cost him a job. And who knows, man? If if uh, Michael Bean was in this movie, who knows where the franchise would have would have went? The movie would have been totally different, maybe. And he might still be in those damn movies today. But mm. anyway, he looks like he smokes a lot of crack for Dick. Wait, I mixed that up. Smokes a lot of dick for crack. Have you seen him at any conventions? No. He looks rough, man. He's a little rough. I think he. I think that's what ruined his career. By the way, is I think he had a real bad alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what it is? And yeah, so, and that's unfortunate though, because I actually liked Michael Bean a lot, and he was one of those guys. I don't know what it is about uh, James Cameron for being. I mean, he's a top-notch director these days, but man. Michael Bean was not a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Like he was one, of, he was one of those guys that was able to secure a spot for a while, at least in his movies, as a leading man based on his looks alone, right? Because he wasn't a good actor. You're shitting on our boy, uh, fucking gamer guys. Uh, his fucking guy. That's his favorite uh, celebrity. I think he said. Oh, I fucking love Michael Bean. So gamer guys, don't fucking shoot me or anything, but. I think he's incredible, but it's funny though. He's just one of those guys, you know, Jason Statham is another one of those guys. Sometimes all it takes is like looks, I guess maybe a certain charisma. I don't know, but he wasn't a good actor Mm. anyway. So obviously well-documented, they took everything that James Cameron was working towards and building up towards for a third one to continue, uh, the story of Newt of Hicks and of Ripley together and in this movie, they just go ahead and fucking kill. They they kill Hicks and they kill. Uh, it, it, it is a waste. Like I remember the first time I saw this, being like, they just killed him off. Why? Like why they do that? I I don't I don't recall. I mean the thing is is check out the commentaries that come on this that come on these films. They'll explain everything, and I, I want to say they maybe gave some sort of reasoning. Um. Probably because they didn't want to work with a fucking kid. Or Michael Bean. Well, I don't know. That's what they say. They say you never work with kids or Michael Bean. Well, you know what? I wonder if it had anything to do with uh, James Cameron not doing this movie. I don't know if they approached him to do it. I'm sure they probably did. Uh, Why he turned it down, I wouldn't know. But you know what? He turned down the movie, so he can't really get that upset that they fucked over his story arc, right? Yeah, it's his problem. Yeah, it, well, it really is. Wait, he, he he could remake it with some fucking blue uh, elves in it. That's what he'll do these days. Yeah, those that movie's... Dude, that movie's not that good, and, and I wonder... I still never watched it. Yeah, you're not missing anything, man. You're missing Ferngully live action. I think I started watching it, but I didn't finish it. Now, I'm surprised David Fincher didn't go under a pseudonym on this movie if he hated it that much. Well, it was his first feature film. He wouldn't want to do that because he wanted it as a credit, right? If I hated it, I would have probably done it. It's his first. Fe- it, 
you got to think of it from his perspective. It was still his first feature because he was doing nothing but music videos before then. And he was one of those guys. Yes, he was like fucking uh, uh, Spike Jones. So so it was like it, it worked once and they thought, oh, let's keep doing that. And it's just been shit ever since. What? Getting a fucking music video director worked once with Dave Fincher, and they've just been doing it since. Oh yeah, I, I guess with shitty remakes. I suppose it it could have been uh, pretty new at this time. You know, MTV was only ten years old, nine years old, whatever when this came out. I don't know. But now, would you Sigourney her Weaver? What year? Actually, I think MTV. When did MTV debut? Eighty one. I'm a little off my ears, but no, I would not Sigourney her Weaver. You know why? Because she has no ass. She literally looks like a, a piece of plywood. Would you soul her Reaver? No. I would soul her Reaver. That's a good game. I always forget about uh, Bishop, man. They fucked him up, too. That robot came back busted. So if we could implant a couple uh, pounds of fat into her ass, would you Sigourney her Weaver? No, I never thought she was very attractive. Did you know uh, Sigourney Weaver is in um, that uh, documentary? God, which which Beatles documentary is it? Is it A Hard Day's Night? No, it's not a documentary. Whatever. It, she was at... Uh, fuck. Hold, I want to hold your hand. Is it the that movie where no the three girls go to see a Beatles concert? I'm going to look it up. I can't... I don't know why I can't remember it, but... Uh, no, it's. I think it's. It's the really famous Beatles concert. I'm gonna. The Ed Sullivan show. No, it's like a big. I think it was like a stadium show. But hold on, I'm gonna look it up because she's actually on video in black and white, and you could see her screaming. She's like front row. Uh, Are you sure it's her or David Bowie? Because they look similar. Okay, she was at the Hollywood Bowl concert. Yeah, as a teen. I'm looking at the picture on Google right now. Dude, they're like Agent 47. They got the barcode on the back of their head. These are for sale. Okay, so just right off the top, it's kind of got a cool setting. It looks like a lot of 90s sci-fi movies, like aesthetically, you know? Uh, It kind of looks like Event Horizon. It kind of looks like Cube. It kind of looks like... 12 monkeys you know it's just kind of got this futuristic vibe to it yeah they thought everything was going to be really drab and stupid looking and everybody was going to have bald heads in the in the future back in the 90s well there's a reason for it this is a prison planet prison colony planet right yeah it's prison they gotta shave your fucking head you can't have hair in prison fuck you but it's a pretty cool idea i mean it's just like escape from new york you know except in the future like deep future where it's like let's throw all the really dangerous convicts in outer space on a planet i don't know who's watching them i don't know who's babysitting them but um the idea that ripley a woman obviously these are sex starved fucking rapists and murderers or whatever they've done her landing on a planet like this is an interesting premise it's really interesting but if they would have kept michael bean alive and they would have kept newt alive it would have been a completely different movie they couldn't have went with this angle because it wouldn't worked yeah. It, so. Yeah, all these all these dudes and none of them try to mack on the weaves. Oh yeah, they do. Oh, they do. Okay, I must have just forgot. I've only seen it once or twice. 
So here's the thing, though. I have a trouble myself remembering the differences between the theatrical and the uh, assembly cut. Now, I know in the assembly cut, these two have a little bit of a thing going on. This doctor and Ripley, like an actual legit, kind of like a sweet little romance. They don't really get to capitalize. Well, they, they end up fucking. There is a movie, uh, a website called moviecensorship.com. You should put it in and, and put in Alien 3, and it has timestamps, and we can go through all the differences. Really? I think so. Moviecensorship.com? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. I would, but I, my fucking phone just died. Okay. So I will look that up. Zach, why don't you... uh? Tell us what you did today while I'm looking all that up. What did I do today? Uh, I watched, uh, oh, I just watched uh, Thoroughbreds. It's a movie. It, I, I don't know what to think of that. That was weird. It was that uh, Anton Yelchin, his final movie before he died. Before he got crushed by his fucking Jeep or something. Yeah. And it was dedicated to him. I didn't even recognize him until the ending, and then I, I noticed um, it had that girl from The Witch in it. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the girl friend in the show Bates Motel. And it was like a dark comedy. You check it out. It's one of those, like, like two high school girls commit a crime movies. It's like they want someone killed. And Anton Yelchin is like... The guy they they try to get to take the fall for it. Um, what else did I do? Uh, I had to buy a new fucking Roku player today because my old one shit the bed. Fuck it. Fucking thing. I'll tell you what. Fucking thing sucks. I'll tell you what I did today. Uh, I was out and about. I went to um, various locations of Spirit Halloween shops. Looking for that motherfucking 2018 Michael Myers Halloween mask, that Tots mask, Trick or Treat Studios. Couldn't find any. I know Mac from Mac and Zach, obviously. He was talking to us and he was uh, trying to hook me up. And he hooked me up with a guy in a group that was trying to get rid of his pre-order because I guess Tots always shits the bed on their customer service. And, you know, it's still delayed. Uh, Didn't end up getting that, by the way. And uh, Mac will probably see that later. He was going to sell it to me. And I guess he can't switch the information over to me. Like, they lock you in when you pre-order anything. They have a no-refund, no-cancellation policy when you pre-order from Tots. Does he, is it the guy that lives next to you? Yeah, and that fucked up. It's some random guy that lives, like, fucking... Uh, I could jog to his house in 15 minutes. Jog. What are the odds? I know, it's crazy, man. Anyway, he couldn't... For an order that hasn't shipped yet or anything, he could not redirect it to me. Which is kind of fucked up. You should have a right to cancel your order if they're delaying it, like, months, you know, or it's back-ordered. Yeah, it's weird. So, oh, what? but what I did while I was going to, uh, you know, all those Halloween shops, I listened to the newest Mac and Zack Save the World, the the Doll Man or whatever the fuck it was. That you, oh, yeah, that movie was shit. Yeah, it seemed like it is. Versus Demonic Toys. I, uh, I didn't finish it. I got about halfway through, and I got to be honest with you, I had to turn it off. Why? Because, oh, dude, you know, Mike, what is my biggest pet peeve? Uh, you were eating, dude. Were you drunk? Was that a shit face commentary? No. Oh, you, you started it like you were drunk, like you were sloshed. What'd I eat? 
Well, it, I'm saying you started the whole podcast like you were sloshed. I thought you had done a marathon and maybe you were drunk. No, but in the middle of it, man, you're just, you're, I'm not going to imitate it because I don't want it on this podcast, but you were you were snacking on something the whole, in the middle, like snacking on it. And not, when I ate the, when I, when I sucked on the warhead? Maybe that's what you're doing. That's not eating. You were sucking. It was worse, whatever it was. It was nasty. And eventually it just got to me and I had to turn it off. It literally sends fucking shivers. Yeah, shit's sour. Stop being a bitch and listen to that shit. It, it sends shivers up my is, spine. Is that your torture device? Like, all we got to do is tie you up and eat around you? Yeah, it's horrible, man. I'll, I'll give up everything. I'll tell you all the information I know. Mm-hmm. Just don't do that. That's all you'd have to do is, like, you and Mac both get in one of my ears, like, an inch away, and just start smacking some food. ASMR style. But, yeah, anyway, besides that, it was really good, and I was having a good time. I just literally had to turn it off because I was going to throw up. <laughs> God, you're such a soy boy. So this website's interesting, moviecensorship.com. It really does break it all down. Um, One thing I remember is they changed it from a, a, a wild boar or something to a dog, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. So I believe this one, it's the dog. And this is a dog, yeah. It was a boar. Yeah. No, it's not a boar. It's an ox. Oh, an ox, okay. Yeah. So it's the same shit. No, it's not. The ox is a lot cooler and it kind of explains. They're the same thing. Same letter, same guy. <laughs> okay. The ox itself, it kind of explains why the alien, I guess, is the way it is. And it's, it's like running on all fours. I guess a dog would explain that too. But um, I don't think they're super clear about it in this version, to be honest with you. I don't think they're super clear about any of that stuff. That's where they fucked up. You don't, you don't kill an animal. You don't kill dogs, especially. So people are like, fuck this movie. So let me see. I'm actually reading it from this website here. Um, it's it's like foreign. Some of it's foreign, but see on the TV, they, they, they break it down as TV or special edition version, but that's basically theatrical. And the pod has been removed in the middle is a dog is and it's barking and one can see a face hugger. Uh, on the special edition, the prisoners recover the bodies and a monitor shows that the message has been... So what? This I don't like the way this website's breaking down everything. It's not super easy to uh, read. But yeah, basically, I think they overall do a better job in the assembly cut of, of showing you that, okay, the alien is taking on the form of a creature and inhabited, right? Uh-huh. Because that's not something they explored with the second one because they were just all the... Well, it makes sense, right? Because in the first two Alien movies, especially the first one, it looks like a human being because, well, it busts yeah. out of a human being's chest. I mean, it clearly is just like a guy in the costume, and it's probably probably at the time they just didn't have the effects. Don't downplay it. That's that's good shit. It still looks good. And who the fuck is she molesting here? That's Newt. But anyway, I'm saying... She's touching a kid. That's fucked up. Another reason this movie failed... I just think that's the best they could have did in the first Alien movie is it literally is just a guy in a costume. He's got like almost like human-like fingers. He stands up erect. Now, in the second one, they look more like insects. I just think over time, they developed the concept of the host. And it makes sense, though, because he bursts out of the guy's chest in the first movie. It's like a human. It's literally got like human features. It's even got like human teeth. In the second one, they just kind of all look like insects. But they, I don't think they really explained it too much because they still came out of people. 
but you know, when they had the toy line for aliens, that's when they took liberties of shit that wasn't in the movies. You remember that they had the bowl alien. It was like blue and they had the fucking, mm. you know what I mean? Remember when they would do that stuff with toys? They always got to fucking sell you shit. Like, Oh yeah. You go, you want to buy the one that wasn't in the movie. They're, they're cooler. It's like, uh, when 89 Burton Batman came out and, uh, the Batman returns, I had a lot of those toys too. And we both know in both those movies, Batman had one suit. Well, not if you're into the toy world, because you not only bought the regular movie, Vanilla Batman, from from the actual film, but you could buy underwater Aqua Batman. He's got a yellow suit. Yeah. And there's Blue Batman. Speaking of Batman, by the way, did you see that they recently revealed his cock? Yeah, in that comic book. It's as beautiful looking as I always imagined it would be. What's his religion? I was hoping he was uncut, though. He's not. Cut or uncut. I wanted to suck that fucking Bruce Wayne dangly skin. That would have been awesome. No, yeah, Adrian Mendoza was was uh, showing that off. And, uh, yeah, I was commenting, like, oh, I, I was hoping it was thicker and juicier. It's not. Well, that's that's great. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. Because that's the thing. Like, you always want to see a superhero's cock. And then when you finally do, it's never what you hoped. Who do you think's next? Who whose cock should we see next? Uh Does it have to be a comic book character? Oh, I don't I guess not. Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. I mean the guy's like seven, eight foot tall. Yeah, what if he's got a tiny little cock? He's got a micro penis, that's why he's so angry. I don't care, man. I don't want to see any dicks. I'm just kind of... I don't care. It's fine. They show... Don't fucking lie. You love the cock. Anyway, this guy... They show... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, this guy, I would suck his dick. We got this guy approaching right now, and he looks like the villain from Bill and Ted, too. <laughs> he looks like a retarded, botched clone version of the villain from Bill and Ted, too. Which I never remember his name. It's Ed Solomon backwards. Anyway, did you, uh, did you remember the original uh, teaser trailer for this movie? No, I do not. It was one of the ones that were made like to draw up hype before the movie was even made. There's no fucking footage from the movie. It's just like a concept trailer. And in that trailer, they imply that this movie was going to take place on fucking Earth. They said, oh, you'll find out that on Earth, no one can hear you scream. And it zoomed out, and it showed, like, the Earth, and it showed an egg. And it was like, oh, shit, it's going to be on Earth? That's crazy. And then it wasn't. They're fucking liars. Fuck them, too. They, I've been used. They ta- they tease that stuff in Resurrection, too. At the end of the movie, they the movie ends with them seeing on the horizon in the ship like they're approaching Earth. And I want to say, gosh, I think the alternate ending on that box set i want to say they actually go to earth and they're on ground and it's like destroyed kind of like wall e shit i think i'm a little fuzzy on it but yeah they they didn't really go take the aliens to planet earth until they did uh alien versus predator requiem at requiem and that movie is just absolute trash yeah and uh fucking uh the original tagline that was on like early versions of the poster for this movie was the bitch is back. So it was like, 
is the queen back? Are they referring to Sigourney Weaver's character? Is she the bitch? What are you talking about? Yeah, that is pretty confusing. Elton John, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I know, because she called... I get it. They're referring to the whole line in the second one, so it makes it confusing because she called the queen a bitch. Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah. But, technically, you're both right. It's both right, because the queen is back, because... We're going to find out that she is harboring a queen inside of her. That's the aliens inside her. All right, yeah. Uh, that That's a that's a difference I remember. So I must have seen this version. Because I remember uh, in the theatrical cut when she's falling into the, the fucking uh, the lava at the end. The T-1000 shit? That's what it looks like. Yeah, in this version, the alien bursts out of her chest as she's falling. And she, like, grabs it and holds it while she's falling. And then the... The director's cut, it doesn't happen. She just falls into it. You keep calling it the director's cut. It's the assembly cut. The assembly cut. They're not going to call it the director's cut because the motherfucker disowned the movie and wouldn't come back and recut the movie. So fuck him. We're going to call it director's cut just to be uh, more uh, fucking, you know, traditional with it. So fuck him. He can suck my dick. So I, I actually didn't recall... The difference at the end there, you know, the bursting out, not being in the assembly cut. I wonder why, I wonder why that, did it look stupid as shit in this version or something? Why would that not be in the assembly cut? Why do they feel they need to add that? Um, it, 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 it reeks of one of those things that they say like, oh, we need one final scare, one final jump at the end. So that's probably what it was. They probably just made him add it. And, you know, what are the odds that it's also just stupid? Like, what are the odds the thing actually bursts out of her chest at the moment she's... It, it's stupid, but it's satisfying. I guess so. Well, I, I look forward to seeing it. I don't think I've seen this version. Oh, man. I, I probably haven't seen this version since, like, 1997, 96. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Shut up, dog. That dog's awesome. Don't tell him to shut up. I'd fuck that dog. I'd I'd watch my friend jack that dog off. One of the biggest things, though, that differs this movie... Uh, see? Yeah, here we go. It's coming out of the dog here. Mm-hmm. That's right. And in the, the, other mo- the other version, they literally find the, uh, the ox just uh, with its innings out and whatever. And it just kind of happens off screen, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of cool that we get to see something kind of happening here, but I remember thinking like uh, again I must have seen like at least the scenes that were affected, but like I remember thinking the ox version was better, like the effect looked better or something. They're they're both really shitty ninety CG, because mm-hmm. that's that's another thing about this movie too. This movie came out in the nineties and it looks like it. And there was some CG was this brand new thing where they really want to explore it, and but you could tell they didn't really quite have it down yet. So whenever you see the alien in motion, it looks like some shitty, really bad green screen shit. Uh, it looks fake as hell. And there's some scenes where there's you know actual practical effects, like when that you know the famous scene, the alien goes up to her head next to her profile and things like that. Mm-hmm. But stuff like that takes you out of it, I guess, a little bit. See. Oh. The uh, I've heard that the like the scenes aren't actually CG. They just like, or maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. But yeah, I think in this movie it has like a weird green hue to it. Yeah, it does. It does. 
So, which made me think, like, did they shoot it practically in, in front of a green screen? But yeah, it, it probably couldn't be shot practically the, how it is in this movie. The dog's kind of cool. I don't mind that. I don't mind those. Da- I don't. I wonder why they. I wonder why they did that. I wonder if they were like, you know what? We need to show the actual chest bursting happen because the other one was off screen. They found the ox. Uh, you know, in the aftermath. I think it shows it there too. If I don't, if I remember right, I don't recall it. But like I said, I could be wrong. But it's weird because it's set up as if it shouldn't show it because it's like. Why would they show it? And especially the way it's edited here, like it's just kind of cutting to and from. It's almost like it's set up in a way where you shouldn't know it got out of the fucking the capsule until it's fucking already too late. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's weird. But I wonder if okay, if assuming out my guess was right, and when it was the ox. It was off screen. I wonder if the studio came back later and said, no, this, the, the fans want to see the actual chest burster. You know, it's kind of a thing. It's a mainstay of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's what's iconic about the first one, especially. So it's like, we got to go back in. It's like, well, we can't like refilm it with an ox and it busts out checks. All right, let's do a dog. We can get a hands on a dog. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's kind of like an ox. It's got four legs. No one's going to know the difference. Did you see how it came out of the dog and it looked awfully developed? I mean, it had four legs right away. Cause in the first movie, it was like a little snake, you know, it was really tiny, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a lot better than in uh covenant where the thing comes out and it's like four foot tall. Like what the fuck? Oh yeah. So one of the biggest things though, that differs this version from the assembly cut is you kind of lose a lot of the, the, the context of, of who these people are because there's a huge religious, undertone in the movie in the assembly cut and that's what was intended like all these guys are rehabilitating there's a heavy uh religious theme going on especially with her at the end sacrificing herself and you know uh you know it's almost you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and his character uh charles s dutton there's a lot more there's a lot more more to them and the way they act the way they treat her uh, and it's just kind of lost in this version. I don't think they bring it up at all anywhere in this. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's it's pretty heavy-handed in the assembly. Well, we've got a lot. Mm-hmm. You ever meet somebody that's super religious and it's, like, awkward? Uh, I mean, that's kind of weird to answer that question, but uh, you mean... You mean like on Family Guy where you meet the person in the cult and they have one eye going to the left, one eye going to the right, and they can't even look at you straight? Like somebody that just takes it fucking serious is what I'm thinking. Like, cause, uh, I mean, back when I was in a band, uh, we, I remember one time we played at this church and there was this band there that like, you could tell they were, they like knew everybody there. Like the pastor was like, oh, he was, he was calling everybody by name and stuff. So it's like, oh, they must, yeah, they they must know. They were really pushing their band. But, like, I, I remember I was talking to my friend who, like, came from out of town. And uh, the bass player from that band came up. Or I, maybe he was, something. he was, some, like, guitar player, maybe. And uh, I, he, he just started talking to us. And I went, I said something like, uh, oh, you want to go? We're going to run to 7-Eleven. You want to come with us? 
me and my friend were going to go, uh, or maybe it was, we were going to eat somewhere. And he, he said something like, it was the weirdest thing. He said, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm, I should pray on it. <laughs> and it was so fucking weird. I was not expecting that at all. And I must have laughed because like he, I could tell I, I pissed him off by my reaction, but I did. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. Like I remember whenever I was trying to remember, like, how did I sound when I reacted to that? All like it had to have been me just going like, Oh, okay. But thinking back at it and how he never talked to me again the rest of that night, it must have been more like, okay. Cause like he never talked to me again. And I remember my friend kind of looked at me like, did you just, why'd you just do that to him? It was the weirdest thing. I wasn't trying to be an asshole though. It just took you by surprise, I guess. Yeah, I was fucking flabbergasted by that answer. I never thought I'd ever hear a person say that. Flabber's a character on Beetleborgs. But you know what? I I don't have a problem with it, man. Some people live a life like that, and if they're dedicated to it, I don't have a problem with anybody that's dedicated to something like that. As long as they're, you know, walking walking the walk on the talk that they're talking, uh, good for them. So... You gotta walk the walk. You can't be like that one fuck who uh, tried to get his wife killed. He was in a Christian band. Tim Lumbesis? Yeah. <laughs> I saw there's a guy that goes to my gym and he looks like he looks just like fucking Tim Lumbesis. Now, Tim, look, he looks a lot like him. And Tim Lumbesis, you know, they're from San Diego, which is only a few hours away from me. So I'm like wondering, man, in shame, did he relocate a few hours away here? And he lives here now? No, he's still going in that band, and people still like him. So <laughs> I know they regrouped. Did their album come out? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. There was a lot of buzz when that single came out or whatever, and it's, yeah, it's weird. He'll, he just, you know why it's okay? Because he didn't grope a woman. He just tried to murder one. Yeah, he didn't do it himself. He was going to hire somebody to do it. But it is weird, though, how, like, uh, the way we wait certain issues it actually doesn't surprise me because it's music because people still listen to like what's that one fuck's name the burzum guy oh yeah dude oh that seems cool oh yeah uh varg varg varkin is virkin i don't know yeah whenever you see the alien in the shadows it always looks the best mm-hmm. but go ahead no yeah varg it's so funny that guy burn churches murdered somebody stabbed him a million times his his friend was dead from like a gunshot wound to his head, and he took a picture of it and put it on an album cover. No, that's incorrect. That's uh, you're thinking of mayhem. That's not him. Oh, that's mayhem. He killed. I thought it was him though. Wasn't he in it? No, Burzum. You said it yourself. Okay, Burzum. Black metal always bored the fuck out of me, so I okay. I'm not sure. So Varg, his project was Burzum. He killed uh. What, Euronymous, I think it was? Uh, he murdered him. Hippopotamus, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Hey, he stabbed him a bajillion times, and then uh, somebody else in the band Mayhem killed themselves. They took the shotgun to their own fucking face, and the band members decided to use his corpse as the album cover, the next EP cover. That's really fucked up. Yeah, it was it really... Hopefully his mom has a copy of it, and uh, it's framed on her wall. Well, I mean, it's all over Google. You know, it's it's there. But... Uh, it wouldn't be if they didn't do that, though. 
So he's weird though because the laws where he's from are must be super lenient because he only served what like twenty years, mm-hmm. you know, and then he then he was a free man. He lives in one of those countries where while you're in the prison, you can like record albums and all that shit. He was recording records. He was blogging. The motherfucker tried to escape at least twice. Yeah. Why would you want to escape that shit? That sounds like a fucking vacation. He still got out after brutally, brutally murdering someone and all this stuff. And after trying to escape, he he's still a free man. And now he like farms and he makes propaganda music, you know, uh, YouTube videos. He's a Nazi. Yeah. He's a fucking crazy fuck. But yeah, that's weird too. Is like, like they're they're so lenient there, and you get to do all this shit. You can have a gaming console and record albums, but apparently they have less reoffenders than we do. That's fucking. How does that work? Got me, man. Speaking of Sigourney Weaver, man, how come we've never done the Ghostbuster movies? Because we're fucking retarded, and you know what we would do? We would start with part two first. Because we never start with the original. Yep. Well, if people really wanted us to do Ghostbusters, I think we would do it like this, where we do one and two. We should just do like a blitz. I like fucking part two. I love part two. I don't know why people hate it. I I love part two, man. I, I get it. You know, if if you were a certain age and you were riding that wave of the first one, at, you, were, there, you were, like I said, the perfect age when that movie came out and it was all the rage. Uh, I could see how the second would come out and you would see it as sequel Titus and it would be like a retread of the, the first movie, but kid friendly, you know, there's a baby now. That's what every sequel is. I know. But see, the reason why I love it and I don't see it like that is because that that came out in 1989. I was three years old. So I was watching Ghostbusters 2 and I was four and five years old and loving it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. I actually saw the first movie later quite a few years later actually and i never growing up i never liked it as much because i couldn't relate to it mm-hmm. but look at them both from adults eyes i get it you look at the first movie there's smoking cigarettes throughout the whole movie there's a little bit more swearing kind of throughout it it's a little bit more edgy you know ray is getting his dick sucked by a ghost and things like that but i never noticed that stuff as a kid i didn't between the two he got molested by that by that ghost me too hashtag I didn't see him say okay. But when I was watching both movies, even as like a young kid, I never really noticed. It, it was just more Ghostbusters to me, right? I didn't really notice, oh, they're not swearing in this one, in the second one. Oh, they're not really smoking, except for the one scene where Ray's got a fucking stogie in the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, smoking's fucking gross. Fuck that. Don't smoke. That's gross. Anyway, I like the second one. Am I Am I annoying the fuck out of you? Sometimes, because you just fucking interrupt me, con stop, con stop, con stop. It's hard. It's hard on the internet to to not fucking talk over each other. No, it's pre- is that Putin? It's pretty easy. He looks like Putin. It's pretty easy not to talk over each other. You you do it on purpose. Don't play. I don't. I really don't. You do it on purpose. Yeah, you do. I, if I do, like I'll tell you when I do it on purpose, but I usually don't. Very little. It's like uh, we were talking about on the last podcast where I said it's like you make it a point to start your sentence before I can finish the last word of my like point and you do it on purpose because it's very consistent. I'm just trying to fucking finish your sentence before you do, baby. 
Yeah, it's fucked up. Don't do that. Uh, we're not a couple. Hey, you just did the Tasmanian Devil impression. Yeah, Tasmanian Devil was cool. Hey, we were gonna have Josh James be on this uh, commentary, but he uh, he couldn't make it, baby. Sorry to hear about your little friend, Josh. <laughs> oh fuck! What, what'd you hear about Josh? He's uh, well, he's dead. Oh fuck! No, he just had to work, baby. He had to work. We invited him, you know. I mean, it really, it really wasn't planned or anything. We always invite him, mm-hmm. but yeah, he had to work. He's got bills to pay, and and he's saving up for our trip, which we 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 might as well come out and address the elephant in the room. I don't think anybody cares, but go ahead about our trip. But we had to fucking reschedule the trip because we got uh, death threats for people that don't like the show. They were saying they were going to show up because they knew where we were going. And when we were going to be there, they were going to show up and fucking kill us. But we had to we had to put a stop. That's not really what happened, but it's more interesting than what did happen. So we're going to stick with it. Yeah, so we'll we'll still have that coming down the pipeline, and we're gonna have um, we'll document things. It'll be great. It'll be fun, regardless. It's still happening, just not the day it was gonna happen. So we're gonna uh, watch the movie fucking Halloween on our own time, not together, which kind of sucks. But doesn't matter. We're still gonna do a review. We're still gonna fucking see that bitch, all of us, immediately, and we're gonna do a review immediately. Hell yeah. We got it. And actually, that only supports our month of Halloween and doing the Halloween films because it's just going to cap off. And in the middle of the month, we're going to have that one. So we got to have a Halloween blitz and we'll do other things, too. We're not just going to do the Halloween franchise, but it's it, it is an event. Exactly. So I'm pretty excited about it. And you know what? I, I, I question myself as far as when we should do. When should we do a commentary for it? Because as soon as it's out on digital, I guess I, well, the thing is, is, you know, those movies get leaked, pirated and whatever. And I know Mm. we shouldn't be, I don't want to download that. I definitely don't want to do that, but I guess we should, we usually wait till something goes to digital, but we try to be as early as we can as possible, but we should bootleg that shit, man. We should go to the movie and you should get one of the big ass shoulder cannons. And just record it, like Death Blow on Seinfeld. We should take our phones into the fucking uh, movie theater and be recording it while we watch the movie. You think people get pissed? Yeah. I'm missing the Death Blow! Yeah. She gonna fuck that mannequin? <laughs> that's, uh... That's fucking Bishop. Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Hey, uh, so... Have you caught wind of any of the reviews of Halloween? I'm staying away from them. I'm actually looking forward to watching it. I'm kind of, like, excited. I haven't been excited to watch a movie in the theater for a while. So, I haven't actually read the reviews. I've just sort of read the overall bullet points of the the consensus of people's overall rating of it. And uh, the good thing, the good news is, is I don't really see anybody that's saying it's shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying it's bad. There's... There's so many, for instances, of what not to do in a Halloween movie. It'd be hard to fuck one up nowadays. Well, but I, but I'm seeing a, there's there's a, people that like it, and then the other side, it seems to be mostly people that are saying it's it's Halloween: The Force Awakens, right? What I was afraid of. There's a lot of nods to the original, a lot of redos, retreads, 
and uh, and also a general consensus I saw a few times was, you know, it, it's got a it's got a great premise, the beginning's great, the end's great, and in the middle it's just kind of plods. I heard that a couple of times. Mm. But that could mean that it's a slow burn like the original because people nowadays are like, yeah, oh, this movie, I, I can't, I got to look at my phone because he's just walking around slow. Fuck that. Well, I was going to say the first movie, when you think about it, it starts off like with the bang and the escape and all that stuff. And, you know, him in the past killing his sister. And then the end is when it just kind of all comes together and he's actually killing the babysitters. And all throughout the middle of the movie, it is like a slow burn, like you said. She's just kind of being stalked by this guy during the day. So, yeah. I I think, regardless, my opinion hasn't changed that it's going to, by default, be the best movie. You know, we got to minus the third Halloween movie because I think that's just kind of on its own island. It's going to be the best since the original, too. It's a given. It's kind of like Star Wars The Force Awakens, where even though it's a cheap cash in, it's easily the best one since, you know, whatever. It's not hard to be the best one. Technically, Star Wars, uh, technically, Star Wars The Force Awakens, that template is what people have been arguing that they want from a Halloween movie for years. So now that they're got it, they're like, oh, fuck it. It's like that movie. They're never satisfied, these people. I don't need nods, though. I don't want to see him get uh, his sister's gravestone again. I doubt they do that. I don't want to see him, you know, impale somebody on a wall like the boyfriend again. Why? I bet you'll do it. Shit like that, it's going to happen. He's going to put somebody up against the wall. He's going to tilt his head and people are going to go, "Ooh, we did it. I doubt it. I doubt they'll copy actual kills. Mm, they better not. But even if they do, just by default, even though it's just fucking hokey as shit, it's gonna. It, it's not hard to top part four, part five, part fucking six, the entire Thorn trilogy, um, and the then the James Lee Curtis, you know, ones with the hit rappers. It's not hard. We need to. We need to do at least uh, fucking H two O. Mm-hmm. So I remember not hating that movie, but I haven't seen it forever. My problem with H2O is, oh look at that! Sorry, I love, I love, dude, the classic H.R. Giger, Alien. It's awesome. It is probably one of the best designed monsters in recent history. I remember back when fucking uh, Alien vs. Predator came out. Me and Mac went and saw it. We didn't know it was going to be shit. We, we go in. We got there late. We got in while it was like the movie was already playing. And like we uh, on the way out, I was like, oh, man, wh- who which design of like which monster do you think is designed better? He's like the predator. I'm like, fuck you. And we never talked again after that night. <laughs> Until like the next day. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I've always liked Alien more than Predator. The fact that the Predator has dreadlocks. Why? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I've heard of dreadlocks, but shitlocks? Are they watching... Are they watching the Rastas? They're like, oh, they got cool hair. Let's do that. Let's copy their haircut. That's cool shit. Hey, Zach. What? What the fuck was I saying before you went on that tirade? Oh, before I got stopped with the alien. I saw the alien and I had to comment. What was I saying? 
you were saying uh, that it's a cool design, which I just uh, elaborated on. That's cool. On. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I stopped. I was I was going on about something else, then I saw the alien. That's a cool shot. Yeah, there's some cool shots. All the close-ups are really fucking cool, man. I'd fuck that torso. I don't remember what I was saying for the life of me before I saw the alien. I was going somewhere. Uh, Stan Winston, he uh, created the the fucking uh, the effect of the alien, the costume in the original. He actually went on to make his own a monster movie, direct it. You know what that was? What's that? Motherfucker, Pumpkinhead. Oh, I did know that. I wasn't paying attention. I. Uh, he also created that monster. I did know that. I literally was looking at my phone. I got a message. Um, I love Pumpkinhead. I love the first Pumpkinhead. I have, I have my my Pumpkinhead Todd McFarlane figure, which is the product and the result of that Hail to the King story I told you way back in the day. Oh yeah. When I got uh, punched in the nuts, that was his olive branch. The guy left me his Pumpkinhead action figure that I had been pining over all weekend. <laughs> that was a great story, by the way. Mm, yeah, it was. It was. It's a. It's a good story now, but man, it wasn't fun at the time. Man, fucking hurt. How? Like, how the fuck drunk do you have to be to think that's a cool idea? Like, I'll, I'll punch him in the dick. It'll be funny. It was hard too, man. You just have to ask Riverman if he ever comes on again. What was it he asked you before he punched you in the dick? He goes. He goes. Um, you ever played Hell of the King? Like, <laughs> no, it was Bow to the King. Sorry, Bow, Bow to the, the King. King is what it's called. And he's like, you ever play Battle of the King? And I'm like, Battle of the King? What? And before I could even finish what I was saying, he uh, he punches me in the nuts and goes, Battle of the King. <laughs> oh! And then I fucking... <laughs> and Riverman was there, dude. He was... We were like in a circle. He was right there, drinking beer. And Did Riverman laugh or did he know like, oh shit? No, dude. That was too hard. Yeah, dude, nobody laughed. <laughs> he was drunk. It was just, no, nobody laughed. I would have been the guy there that laughed. But trying to hide it. He hit me hard. I, I hit the fucking ground, man. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking dick, man. He's got cum coming out of his ears. Look at his cum. It's stretching from his bottom and top lip, too, when he's talking. Watch him. Let's see. It makes my dick hard. Like I just want to fill him up even more. Come on. Show a close-up of his lips again, you fucker. They're not now that we noticed. There it oh, is. There Look it at is. his lips. He kind of looks like, uh, what's his name, from Hellraiser 2. Where he stretched out at the end. Yeah, Jesus wept. He also kind of looks like Johnny Cab in Total Recall. Yeah. I don't know, not really. His fucking uh, googly eye, too. (laughs) That looks fucking cool, man. (laughs) It's a great effect. It does look cool. And it's and it's extra neat because, you know, he's an android, so he doesn't have to look totally human-like, but I know he doesn't look like the human that he did, but doesn't he just show up at the end of this movie too? Well, is that only in one cut? Yeah, he shows up in both, and it's the real version. You know, the guy—it's Wayland, yeah. the guy who runs the Wayland Corp, and that he's based off him, his image. Wayland Jennings. It's kind of like they did the same thing that they did in Terminator, right? Because in Terminator Three, they revealed that they based the T eight hundred model off this general guy that was played by Schwarzenegger. Remember? Oh yeah, wasn't it? It was a deleted scene though, and they were watching oh. a video, and they had the Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. It was the guy they based his image off of, and he had a f- like 
a really cheesy like hillbilly accent like it was overdubbed it was like a joke well what like what would you say is the worst terminator movie oh salvation yeah that was a turd it was fucking bad man i was a turd yeah i remember people were like oh it's not that bad it's got batman and he's amazing and everything he is it's like fuck you it was super bleak, man, and not in a good way. It was just super bleak and boring. Speaking and of Anton uh, Yelchin, he was in that, and he played Kyle Reese. Full circle. He did. He did. Then, um, I guess Genesis is the next worst, but you know what? At least, unlike Salvation, at least Genesis has some kind of value to it. It's got that hot chick in it. Yeah, Amelia Clark. Look, the movie's a, a wreck and a mess, but... If you just kind of watch it as like a fan service and take enjoyment out of them kind of doing the time rip stuff and you get to see all the the timelines colliding, you get to see them reenact the T-1000. Yeah, dude, the fact that people were blowing Salvation and still do to this day, but shit on that movie is fucking proof. People just like a movie if it has this fucking... This pretentious kind of backdrop, like any for a while, it seemed like anything fucking Christian Bale was in was just had a pretentious quality to it. Mm. Like I thought the same thing about his Batman movies. I thought those movies were shit. They're boring. Nothing happens. Fuck you. The way he talks is stupid. He's fine as Bruce Wayne, but as Batman, he's fucking. He's autistic, baby. I wouldn't fuck yeah. that Batman. I wouldn't suck that cock. Yeah, I don't. Um. I don't think he's... I just turned off everybody saying how much that movie sucks. They're like, fuck you. I, I can't listen to this guy anymore. That was the point. He's not a guy that I... He's not a guy that sells a movie for me. I mean, I won't I won't not see a movie because of him, or I won't see a movie because of him, because he's done bad and good movies to me. You know, he's not one of those guys. Yeah. He's one of those guys that can completely fuck up a movie. For me. You you don't you like American Psycho? Come on, uh, that's probably the only thing I think he was actually really good in. I wouldn't even say he was really good in it. It's just a good movie. You could put anybody else in that role, and it could have been a good movie. I I agree. Well, I think there's other. Well, you couldn't have put couldn't fucking put Dave Coulier in there. Not anybody. Dave Coulier could have made that movie even better. Cut it out. I will fight you to the death. No, he probably would have fucked it up. I think there's a lot of people that could have did a good job, though. Speaking of which, what do you think of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker pictures? They came out in full force today with him in the costume and the whole deal. He it looks just- fine. And the thing is, is it looks like they just told him, uh, do your best Heath Ledger impression. They even made him look like him. You think so? Which that makes me think they're going to make they're going to have him do an impression of him. Like, oh, we can't we can't outdo that. So just do just just mimic it. That's what it that's what I'm thinking. It's going to happen. Why do you think it's a. Why do you think it looks like Heath Ledger? I mean, what? How can they make it different? Do you think they should have did the Jared Leto, the short hair, slip back hair? I mean, what? Ah, uh, if he had short, if he had the short cropped hair, yeah, giving him the long hair doesn't help. And then the 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 pink. If he had the short hair, if he had the short hair, he would just be like, oh, it looks like Jared Leto or even Jack Nicholson. You know, I mean, yeah, or or the fucking original character, Caesar Romero. Was didn't he have short hair in the comics? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did, but I don't think that's a big deal. Um, his makeup is different, and 
yeah, it's a gritty, it's a gritty portrayal, which is kind of like the Nolan Batman. So, but I don't care, man. I think he looks pretty cool. I think Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor. Oh, I, I think he's, I think he looks fine. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, like uh, that's what I got from looking at it. I don't give a fuck. I probably never watch it because, like I said, I don't like the Nolan ones. I think, I don't know. The only thing I'm afraid of is. I'm very intrigued by it. I'm so burnt out on all that shit, and I don't like DC movies anymore, and all they're just garbage. But I think they should make it a standalone movie. They won't. They'll milk it and try and make this big universe out of it. But just give us an origin story, a crime, because it's you know executive produced by Scorsese, which is very fucking interesting. It's even got De Niro in it. Um, so they're trying to make this like gritty Gotham slash New York style crime movie and his upbringing. That's cool to me. Like take take the fucking mystique and the superhero shit out of it. You know, yeah, that sucks. The most interesting shit is always the villains, anyway. I no, I agree. So, I mean, it could be cool. I hope it's a really good standalone movie. Maybe it'll actually be good. But who are you supposed to root for? Who are you supposed to root for? Fucking Joker. Is it going to be one of those things where uh, he's like a Jason Voorhees, where we're going to watch, you know, the movie developing? It's like, oh, we feel bad for this guy. We understand you know, why, why he's turning this way. And then at the end, we're supposed to hate him or, or, you know what I mean? Make it a fucking, uh, make it like breaking bad. He starts out good. You want him to succeed and you want him to, but he just starts, he gets a taste of the evil, babe. Exactly. And then he's just too far gone, but they can't do that with a movie. That's too long. That's a way better comparison, though, than the Jason Voorhees thing. That wasn't that wasn't good. I like yours better. I watched Freddy vs. Jason last night. That's why I was fresh in mind. Yeah. And I saw the scene, you know, of course, where Freddy's pulling him in the lake, and it's like, oh, you feel bad for Jason. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, whereas Freddy Krueger, he's just straight, pure, malicious evil. He's clearly the bad guy of the movie. We never. We should. We might as well bring up that Robert Englund's going to play Freddy Krueger again. Oh, and the fucking Goldbergs. Okay. A show for soccer moms. Uh, you know, I've never really watched the Goldbergs. I'm sure it's all right, but I know a lot of people that like it. But, man, the guy swore up and down, I'll never wear the makeup again or whatever. And they clearly, ABC, gave him a fat paycheck to do it. And I get it. He probably just had to get in the makeup just one time. That's it. One time. Well, you know, whoever owns the Goldbergs is probably a subsidiary of fucking Warner Brothers, which means they were just like, okay, who's a monster we own? And then if, if Robert England would have said no, they probably would have asked fucking Scars, Scarsgard if he would have played fucking Pennywise for it. Well, it's, it's still, there's relevance there because Goldberg's takes place in the 80s. It's an 80s show. And Freddy was all, Freddy was the all the rage in the 80s. So it makes sense for him to show up in a Halloween episode. Uh, but I don't know. They gave him a paycheck and I'm sure he just had to, wait, sorry, I got to see his kill. See, I don't even think they fucked in this version, did they? I don't think so. I, they took out their entire relationship. Yeah, so you don't really give a fuck that that guy died. And look at that, look at that, look at that. Oh, that was a pretty good looking fake head, though. Yeah. This shot's iconic. I'd let him fucking, that, those juices from his, from his drool fucking, I let him gobble my cock. He's even got a tongue that could suck it, too. It's it's awesome though, man. You know the alien. It's clearly assessing assessing her, but it doesn't actually kill her. Why? Because it senses that a queen is inside of her. 
Mm-hmm. Right? It's pretty neat. I think he was intimidated by her bald head. Maybe. He thought she was a punk. What, are you some kind of punker? <laughs> I hate punkers, especially bald ones or green makeup. Bandanas around their head. You know what? Uh, like, we can hope for, though, from that Goldberg's episode, maybe... It'll it'll spark a little interest and it'll make him think, oh, it ain't so bad because maybe like the the best case scenario, fucking Warner Brothers could see like, holy shit, that that a bunch of people watched that. Maybe there's because uh, uh, things from the '80s are coming back, so maybe like it'll draw interest and they'll be like, you know what, fuck that remake of that remake we were gonna do. Let's just get Robert England and do a fucking uh, soft reboot sequel. So exactly. Is is his reasoning really? I don't like getting in the makeup anymore because I get it for the Goldbergs. He just has to get into it once. He probably has like one cameo scene. It's probably not like an extended role in the, the episode. But really, he's probably gonna get paid more for this little fucking thirty minute sitcom than he has on his last three B movies combined too. Prob probably. But look, when they film an actual movie. You, God knows they're going to film all of Robert, especially nowadays when they're old. He's old. They're going to film all his scenes together. They're going to schedule to the movie to where they film all Robert's scenes together. So he only has to get in the makeup, you know, for what? A couple of weeks? A few weeks max? Right? Mm. It's just, just fucking do it. How hard is that? Just do it. I, I, I don't know how much, like... Oh, I'm too old to get in the makeup anymore. Who knows how much of a true story that is? Because, to be honest, it's probably just a fucking amalgamation of nobody's making these movies anymore, so they're not going to call me. I don't want to just tell the fans that. I'll just say... Look, look, look. Too old to work on a coal mine? Yeah. Too old to work construction? Yeah. This guy sits in a fucking chair and puts makeup on. That's what he's too old for? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, he's almost 80, isn't he? I don't fucking know. I, once you get so old, you, you, it does, like you do get, it's easier to like have a fucking stroke from heat and shit like that. So it would be worrying to be in a hot fucking layers of makeup and then the sweater and everything. But look, yeah, you like, know what I would be cool with? Compromise. Like you said, I and I have and I've preached this. I've always thought everybody can be happy in this situation. The studios, they just want to reboot and remake shit. Why? Because they hate sequel numbers on their movies and they hate subtitles. They want to take the original title. They want to call something Child's Play. They want to call something Nightmare on Elm Street. Halloween. Halloween, which is stupid. I think the fucking Halloween, I mean, I get it from a marketing standpoint. Put that fucking tin on the end of your movie. Take Wear it with pride. I, I You know what I think, though? I, I personally, with Halloween... Not to get off Freddy, we'll get back to it, but I get why they'd want to use the the, the marketable name of the franchise. Yeah, because they they want people like to just hear it and be like, oh, I don't got, it's not a sequel, I don't got to watch another one first, I can just go right in. But you know what, though? But you're not going to, as far as marketing, though, you got Michael Myers' face everywhere, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, you could play the fucking Halloween theme song in every trailer, and people are going to know what it is. They should have called the movie, in my opinion... Just called you call it the night he came home. That's fucking cool. Or if you really want to fucking baby it, Halloween the night he came home. But subtitles are stupid. But I think if they just ditched Halloween altogether and called it the night he came home, that's fucking cool. What's what's that night before Halloween called? What do the, what do the kids call it? Is it uh, 
Not All Hallows Eve? Mischief Night or something? I don't fucking know. Call it that. Who cares? I just think it's stupid. But uh, anyway, with Nightmare on Elm Street, they can have their cake and eat it too. They can actually reboot it. They could fucking reboot it legit. But cast Robert Englund to play Freddy and accommodate for his age. Because if they're remaking it, they can take liberties and change the story. They can change the the mythos and the origin of it. Like, for example... The original Freddy Krueger was supposed to be an old man. Yeah, like, make him an older guy. I mean, creepy old pedophiles are fucking creepy as shit and scary anyway. Like, make him old. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If the makeup is an issue, you could probably do things with the makeup, you know? Mm -hmm. Make the makeup a little less intense like it was in the first couple of movies, right? There wasn't so much prosthetic on him, it seemed. Right? Didn't seem like a little less thick. He seemed more like a burn victim and there's a lot more human skin there. Dude, whatever you gotta do... I'm pretty sure we would rather have Robert England in less makeup and sort of an altered design and actually have him in the movie than getting Jack O'Haley or whatever the, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, Jackie, and have CGI holes in his face. Yeah. I, I don't care. I wonder if he's uh, like hesitant to even want to play the character not comedic anymore. Like maybe he thinks he couldn't do it or pull it off anymore. What? That would be so easy. What, what do you mean? The director tells him what to do. Uh, just because he's gotten so used to the other version. That would be so... Co- I would be totally cool with that man if it was... Because you know it would have to be dark and serious. He says like fucking three things in the first movie. Just do that again. Have him say, Nancy, and I'll kill you slow. Just a couple of grunt lines and let that be it. Fuck. You could have most of the work done by a stunt double. A double. All the physical work, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just literally have Robert England in there for, like, the close-ups. I just, you know it's doable. And it could still be a reboot and the whole deal. I just... I mean, uh, fucking, uh, people do shit they don't like to do all the time. You give them a big enough paycheck. So anytime somebody's like, oh, no, I'm just too old. I don't want to anymore. I'm like, no, you'd do it if you got the right amount of money. We're not asking... Robert England to hit the treadmill and get in Freddy's shape and lose that old man beer gut. No, let him be old. Let him fucking be old. Mm. I'm down with it. I think nowadays, though, if they tried to make him darker, they take they the first thing they get rid of is that fucking iconic sweater. No, they can't get rid of that. I I would hope they wouldn't, but this, something tells me they would want to. I don't think they would. Why would you? Why would you think that? I don't know, I just, that doesn't scream Hollywood, dark and gritty, fucking green no. green tint to the film. The first one was dark, and he had it. So I, I just mean keep it more serious, no jokes. No, dude, they wouldn't get rid of the sweater and the fucking fedora and all that bullshit for the same reasons why. They're, people are going to think he's a neckbeard now. Listen, no, for the <laughs> they're not going to get rid of any of that stuff for the same reason that... We're calling the new Halloween 2018 Halloween because they want that marketability. They're not going to sit there and change what he looks like. Mm -hmm. That's suicide. You know, it's not like giving Jason a jacket or something. I always wanted to get like a a nice Freddy sweater, like a real like wall one. Yeah, I would never buy one of those ones they put out at like Spirit Halloween Shop every year that costs like 40 bucks and it's like the cheapest sweater ever. 
you could probably rip it. You know, it's like one. You know what I mean? Have you felt those? Yeah, I found a website that sells sells them. I need to. I'm totally gonna either for Halloween or Christmas because it could work as a Christmas sweater too. Yeah, well, I, I, I would, I would want to like hold out and get like yeah a pro one. Yeah, you should show me that website, man, because I've been wanting to get one too. Yeah, I need to look up people that bought from there and see what they think about it. Anything's gonna be better, dude. Go to like a Halloween store. They charge like forty bucks for the shittiest Freddy sweater, and it'll do the job. But it's not exactly a sweater you can wear from the day to day. It's like a it, you can wear it as a costume, right? It's not really gonna keep you too warm in the winter. But I want to actually wear one. I remember the lady that actually knitted one of the screen used uh, sweaters had her own website and was selling them to fans at one point. Uh oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, I definitely want to do that, and I, I don't. Know, I'm I'm kind of getting uh, the Mac itch here, man. Because I, you know, Mac's into getting all those the masks and all that stuff, and he likes getting uh, repro stuff done. And I don't know. I'm kind of into that now. I, I I would like to. Seems like an expensive hobby. I couldn't get into that just because of how fucking that shit deteriorates. No, that's that's true too. Well, especially like the latex stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't get all the shitty Michael Myers masks like he has, like the number five. Part five. He's excited to get part five, the worst looking mask in the series. It's fucking uglier than shit. <laughs> Who the fuck made that mask? Who designed that one? I don't know. We, we should dox him on the show. But, you know, looking into people that do uh, repro Jason masks, that's kind of cool. Like, to get something quality, like, that's not going to deteriorate over time or anything. Yeah. And if it does, it's just going to look cooler anyway. It probably, like, I'm probably over-exaggerating, because it, it probably won't deteriorate until, like, you're fucking, uh... Yeah, actually, you'll probably still be alive by the time it's dust. Who knows? What are you going to do for Halloween, man? You got any plans? You going to go trick-or-treating? gonna watch fucking movies and hang out with my niece and nephew it's gonna be fucking awesome you gonna dress up dog uh i don't know maybe i'll like wear a mask when i go with them what about you uh, you know, I might give out candy this year. Uh, I've been decorating around the house. I just like Halloween for myself. You know, I like to put up shit um, to get myself in the spirit. I'm one of those basic white bitches that likes pumpkin spice. So I got a bunch of pumpkin spice scented candles in my house. Uh, yeah, uh, I might give out candy and just do that and watch movies. That'll be it. I gave out candy twice, like one year. And, I, and then I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? I should just buy candy and eat it. And then I did that the next year. It's pretty cool. I can't uh I can't eat candy, man. That's cause you're a bitch. How's your diet going, man? It's going fine. What's it to you, bitch? I mean you're if trying you're trying to shame me because I want to eat candy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, 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 st I still lose it, babe. Really? Every week you're still losing? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You you losing like what a pound too? Mm-hmm. Cool. Doing it right, man. 
I'm in for the fucking hole. I I don't want to be fat anymore, so I, I I'm I'm sticking to it. That's what you got to do, man. You just you got it. That's what they say. You know, you shouldn't like or accept the term diet because diet implies temporary. You know, it's like it should. It's like a lifestyle change, and that's why you do it like you're doing, where you just make little tweaks, little tweaks. That way, you're kind of like easing into something that you could do for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And and have an overall general healthy outlook. Having one cheat day out of the week kind of gives me something to look forward to. Yeah, it's it, I don't know why it's it's more exciting than it than it was before. I, I can't tell you why. No, no, I I totally understand it because when you're eating a bunch of bullshit every day, when you can just go to a McDonald's drive-through or a Culver's drive-through or whatever any day of the week three times a day and it's at your like it nothing stopping any one of us from doing that but when you literally say no i'm not doing that and i'm going to treat myself on whatever day or however often you treat yourself it is like an event mm-hmm. you know it's like uh it's like uh kids today that download free music illegally they just get everything thrown at them and it, they just have way too much shit to consume and they don't appreciate stuff Whereas me, I used to have to save up my allowance, save up $10, $13. You used to buy a new album and and listen to it for the next fucking three weeks. You fucking loved it. You used to read along with those lyrics and read those liner notes, and it became a part of you. It doesn't happen like that anymore. Probably not. I don't know. No, and it was was special, man. I'd save up my money, and I'd walk to the store on foot, and I I would buy an album, sometimes based on the way it looked. And then, yeah, I would smell the book. I would read the lyrics. I would just consume every bit of it and yeah we didn't have ipods i didn't have the internet so it's like i bought that cd that was an investment i had a walkman and so i could only take one cd with me and it stayed in there and usually i had a cd and i would fucking wear that shit out and it would leave my walkman for sometimes like weeks at a time and then i'd switch uh, to another cd even a portable cd player came later for me like it was always like something i couldn't afford until i got older like i don't know maybe not super old, but like 12 or something. So before that, all the music I listened to was in my room. Okay. Which is weird to think about now. Cause now you could just listen to it anywhere, anytime. Well, and I would do that too, but I, I used to have to walk to school. I had to walk to middle school, walk to high school. And so having like a little portable disc man was awesome. And I loved getting a CD because that was, like I said, an investment because I had to walk four miles to my high school every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I, I looked forward to it. I looked forward to leaving my house and popping in, like, for example, I remember in the year 2000 when White Pony came out. I was obsessed with White Pony, man. I fucking listened to that. I, that, I don't know if that that barely left my my disc man that year. Uh, mm-hmm. But I could think of a billion albums like that. Mm-hmm. Old albums, new albums at the time. And when you're walking for an hour to school each morning and an hour on the way back, and you only have the one CD, you really bond with it. Mm-hmm. A lot. So, and yeah, you don't get that anymore. So basically... That's the way I feel about uh, uh, what we were comparing it to. Exactly. Oh, she's already showing she's got a little baby bump. It's so cute. It's so cute, Sigourney. You're going to be a mom. You got the glow. Oh, and look at it. It's so beautiful. Do you know what I... uh, Yeah, she's... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, right. She looked like she was smiling, but then she started crying. Well, I would just punch myself in the stomach at that point. Do you know what I want Kill to start putting my... 
as far as like collecting shit, we were talking about masks and whatnot. Where I want to put my money nowadays is something that's going to like enhance my home. Uh, you know, like I have a closet full of toys and it's just taking up space and storage and boxes of boxes. I'm getting closer and closer to the idea of just pulling the trigger and selling all that stuff because I'm not getting any happiness out of it. I, they don't make me happy. There's somebody wrote a book one time about people that clutter and, and like, how do you just purge all the useless shit out of your life? It's literally, you take everything you own and you make two separate piles. You go through each thing one by one and you ask yourself, does this make me happy? And it should be a pretty simple question. Is this bringing me happiness on a daily basis? If it doesn't, you throw it in the discard pile and get rid of it. And honestly, I have a lot of cool shit, but, and you do too, I'm sure. But could you, could you say that everything that's cool really, really brings you happiness on a daily basis? I don't own a lot of clutter, actually. I don't have toys and stuff. So, uh, okay. So I never got into collecting toys. So you have a Jason mask on your wall, right? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be any problem for you to sell and just get rid of or throw away because you can't. Yeah, it's cool. You look at it on the wall. I'm like, oh, it's neat. I like it. But it doesn't really bring you happiness, does it? You you wouldn't you wouldn't blink or miss it if it was gone. Um, I guess not. But I'm saying that's that's what I mean. So all that shit, it's kept in boxes and tubs and stuff. And I, I don't look at it. I don't take it out. It's taking up precious uh, real estate in my home. And it's worth money. And it's cool. Like I, I have like this weird attachment to some of that stuff, but I really don't. It's like I think I do. So I need to get rid of all that stuff. But anything I want to put money into now is going to be stuff I think that I can display. I don't want to display a bunch of fucking toys in my house, dude. I'm not the 40-year-old virgin, right? But I, I want to get into one-sheet posters, which is kind of an expensive hobby. And But what's more expensive is framing them. Because I want to frame them nicely. I don't want to just... Because mm-hmm. I've got that Motel Hell that I got from River. And I've got my Trick or Treat. And I've got one other one, but... I I got a couple. I got a couple in the, my closet that I I don't even remember what which ones I have. I'd have to open them. I was I was wanting to get those. Yeah. Are they rolled or rolled or creased? I got all kinds of them. Some of them are rolled and some of them are folded. But do you have any good movies or are they like sh- shit? Are they shitty movies? Uh movies I like. You don't remember what they are? Not a lot. I remember I have a Psycho 2. You got a Psycho 2? Yeah. Fuck. I remember I had a Prom Night 2 original one, but I think I sold that one. Damn. I need to look. Yeah, check out what you got. Would you, And if you'd ever want to part with any of them, you should maybe consider selling to me if there's any of them that you would. But... The most expensive thing, though, is framing the bitches Mm -hmm. because I don't want to have like a poster of a movie I really like and it'd be a one sheet and put a cheap frame on it. I know some people do, but to actually have it custom framed, you're going to spend like 500 bucks. Yeah. The original ones are like by 41. So they're a little bigger than the ones you could just go buy at Walmart. You got to. You don't want the ones you want. You want even if the sizing was the only issue. There's other reason to get it custom framed. You want quality, man. You want glass. You want non-reflective glass. You want, it, it costs like 500 bucks, man, give or take. It's not cheap. So it's not like I can just willy nilly buy the, my favorite movies, posters and go get them all done. Cause that would be, I'd be out thousands. It's one of those things where it's like, 
it's going to be a slow process, like maybe one a year, like treat myself to have one fucking framed mm-hmm. or something. But um, otherwise, I'm keeping them rolled up. Like I refuse to put shit like that in a cheap, you know, frame. Riverman, his stuff was in cheap frames. Yeah. No, thanks. My reprints I put in cheap frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Well, you know, it, it makes all the difference, man, because... If I had that show, and if I had posters like that, even movie posters, horror movie posters, whatever, in a cheap frame in my house, it looks like a fucking bachelor pad. It looks like a dorm room. It looks trashy. But if you put a one sheet poster in like a five hundred dollar custom frame, then it's art in your house, and it actually looks cool. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the drool, baby. I want to grab some of it and jack off with it. I'm really fucking interested to know what posters you got, man. You, you got a lot? Um, I don't know. There's at least 10 I saw the other day when I was cleaning out my closet. Man, you should you should look into them and tell me what you got. I'm very curious. I remember I have the only one that I really remember. I remember Psycho 2. I have like three different variant posters of Savage Streets. I remember I have one of the Critter movies. I think I don't remember I-, I think I have the Critters 2 poster that I I don't like so much. It's just like the first movie's poster, but they added a two next to the Critter. Yeah. But I wanted like the video poster where they're in the, the ball. The thing about uh the thing about custom framing stuff is as expensive as that is, that you'd have to, re- for me anyway, I'd have to reserve that for my favorite movies, right? Not just a cool movie, because it's so expensive. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to have, like, Evil Dead, but that's too much. Like, A Clockwork Orange, that's too much. There's only so, and there's, and there's also, even if money wasn't the thing, there's only so much real estate in your house. Wall space, right? Mm-hmm. For, you know, for such, so you really have to, look at that. Look at that. I love that alien man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I part of me, I, I, I really, you know what movie I want to get? You know what movie I want to buy? I really, really want to get uh, the original TMNT, just because, and that one's special, not because it's the greatest movie in the world. I like it, but it's the first movie I ever saw in a theater. It's a great poster too. It's an awesome poster. It's so cool. And when I see it, I remember seeing it when I was a little kid, man, just being like, oh my God, it's so fucking cool. And I still mm-hmm. look at it and it still looks good. It doesn't look mm-hmm. shitty or cheesy. It gets me excited. And uh, it's the first movie I ever saw in theaters. I want to get that one framed. So that one's special. Um, right now online, I was looking for some and I couldn't find any that were. I mean, I found one that was rolled. The price was, in my opinion, too. There's not enough of them out there for there to be a fair price on them. Mm-hmm. You know, people are just kind of asking whatever they want from. I don't want to pay five hundred dollars for a rolled TMNT poster that has like fucking pinholes in the corners. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it's like I turned out. I didn't get a rolled TMNT one sheet at the the Kansas City Crypticon, the uh, the last convention Riverman and I attended, uh, and that guy. I don't remember how much that was, man, but it wasn't no 500 bucks, man. He was, he was wanting like fucking less than a hundred. Mm-hmm. So, but I got to think of what, what else would make my cut evil dead evil. De- actually, 
Mm, I, I, I like both posters. The original Evil Dead is fucking classic as shit, but I really like the Evil Dead 2 poster, too. They're they're both really. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think the Evil Dead two poster goes for as much as Evil Dead one. That might be the deal breaker then for me <laughs> to go cheaper. But Evil Dead two was the first one I saw. It was the first VHS I owned. But they're both fucking awesome. Um, Hellraiser would be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be really neat. I'm just trying to think of my favorite my favorite movies that I think would make the cut. And if you and if you custom frame something, is it a super hard to? Yeah, she's he can't do it. He can't do it. He can't murder her. Sorry, I know I'm, we're kind of going in and out of the movie here, but uh, we're doing it twice. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. When when you custom frame a poster, Zach, is it like impossible or is it a huge fucking task to switch out the posters with another frame if you ever wanted to? Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never gotten one done before. I wonder if that would be a whole process in itself. Like, you have to take it back in, you know? Yeah. To do a whole deal. Because when they put it in the poster, they, like, they flatten it. They do this whole deal. Um, Like, even, I think they do a thing where even one-sheet posters that are folded, they they flatten it out to make it really, you know, mm-hmm. not show those creases too much. They do something to it. So, I think it would have to be a total reworking. Which sucks, man. So that makes me want to go, well, if I go to, to trouble of getting anything framed, I need to get it right the first time and do the right movies the first time. Like, maybe don't waste that on Motel Hell, is what I'm saying. Mm. This is the scene where they find out that uh, fucking the, the alien is uh, one of them, and then they uh, they do uh, the little test, and uh, fucking, uh, what's his name, he puts, like, he he, try, he drops, like, something hot onto their blood. Oh, wait, that's a different movie. Fuck. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I was talking about the thing. I was joking. Oh, okay. I was just trying to make some conversation. Because it got all quiet all of a sudden. That's a better movie. Yeah. We got to have a carpenter exploitation, man. Have we? We did They Live. That's it. Right? Um. Yeah, we did. I guess Halloween 2, but he only wrote that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, You know what? That's a movie that would make my list is Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. That, would make, that would make my one-sheet list, man. I would fucking love to have Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why we haven't done that. Escape from New York, um, you know, Halloween eventually. Maybe we could do the first Halloween finally this month. I was wondering, back when we were talking about the original Nightmare on Elm Street, I was wondering why the fuck we haven't done that. Because we were fucking hipsters. We wanted to be cool and do everything but the original, and literally now it's like almost that's all that's left, right? We're, so we're probably never going to do them until at some point we got to have a original exploitation, and we only do the originals. Yeah. That seems to be how we work. Yeah, it is what it is. We only do something if it becomes a gimmick to do it. I'm going to go see the original Nightmare on Elm Street um, in theaters on Halloween Eve. That's awesome. Because we have Harkins Theaters out here in the West, and they have Tuesday Night Classics every single week. And all of October, they always have horror classics on those Tuesdays. And they got Nightmare on Elm Street playing, so that'd be cool. This is God. Yeah, did you hear that story I told about that? 
I did. I did hear that. That was funny. I was genius. Tell people what? What? How did it go again? Uh, me and or, or me and Mac. Sorry, sorry for that beep you heard there. But we were we were at a fucking whorehound, and uh, <laughs> fucking a, a guy basically imitating Freddy Krueger with the whole thing on, like a, a nice mask and everything. He puts his hand on uh, Mac's back and he turns around and he's like. He goes, oh, God. And he goes, this is God. It was perfect. I, I started laughing my ass off. I was like, you planned that shit. You planned that. That was too perfect. Was it like, uh, it was one of those costumes like on my Instagram. You've seen it where I've got the picture at a con with a Freddy guy. Mm-hmm. You've seen that? Yeah. It's, the, the people sell, people have some pretty impressive prosthetics. Mm-hmm. It was genius. I would have sucked that guy's dick. One thing we haven't talked about, man. The fucking new Child's Play doll is out. Now, you actually are like, hey, it looks better than the Colt and the Curse of Chucky doll. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. We only saw like a part of its face, to be fair. But it actually... I, I'm actually... The, thing, the only thing I'm upset about is they're changing the movie a lot from what it seems. And obviously, it's a robotic doll instead of a... You know, a uh, fucking possessed doll. That's the thing, too, is the, the original was a robotic doll, too. It had animatronic. Like, how robotic is it? Exactly. We don't really know yet. I guess not, but... Are they going to write it in? Maybe, like, they write it in that, like, oh, it's got fucking uh, Amazon Alexa technology. You could talk to the doll, and it'll tell you shit. It'll, hey, Chucky, uh, what's the weather like in Argentina? And he tells you that. Yeah, but I they I just why do they have to rely on the original design so much? Because I know it's different, but clearly they're trying to still look like the classic good go- good guy doll, like a revision. I don't know why the fuck they're making it at all. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. But that's what's really fucked up is now I thought it was gonna be like its own thing, just cash in on the name, at, and now you got two dolls that kind of look similar. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. I think it's a clusterfuck, and they got Aubrey Plaza playing the mom. That's fucking weird. Who's she? Uh, she was on Parks and Rec. She's Google her real quick. I don't know. She's in a bunch of shit. You know her. Is she a comedic actor then? Y- yes. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. It is really weird. But Google her. You know who she is, and she does a lot of like raunchy kind of slapstick comedy. And she's going to be playing. I'm hoping a serious role. Maybe it'll be a stoner comedy like uh, See the Chucky. We're all we got it all wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to do. I, I've never that guy looks like Kane, by the way, without the mask. Mm-hmm. A big lug. He's the fucking governor of some state. I thought he's a uh, he's a mayor, dude. Fucking shit. Oh yeah, mayor. Here, look at here's this uh, look at this alien effect. It's like all yellowish. He's fucking him. Yeah, they tried to match the lighting of the movie and they fucked up. But it doesn't look as bad on a low definition like mm-hmm. file like this. But when you watch it on like Blu-ray on a big HD screen, you really see it. Yeah, I've had to piss really bad for this entire movie, and I'm trying not to say, "Hey, I'll be right back to take a piss." Be like a Mac and Zach drunk a commentary, piss into a cup on the mic. It's the best feeling ever. You feel so liberated. I've got a I've got an empty Gatorade bottle right here. I could do it. Do it. It'll be awesome. You think so? 
And then you can take a picture of it called Instagram Piss in a Bottle Part 3. And it'll it'll match up with our Instagram Piss in a Bottle pics. See, it's a universe here at the Revival House. <laughs> it's an expanded universe. See, we're going to make the Mac and Zack movie, and then one day we'll make the BTM movie. The BTM movie doesn't make sense. The Deep End movie. Oh, what? No, we got to do the... Yeah, that didn't look very good right there. Mm -hmm. Do a PP. It'll be fun. We got to go to one of these conventions that uh, Chiller Fest or whatever that Polly Shore. Why is Polly Shore going to these fucking horror conventions? I'll never know. But we got to proposition them. Like, hey, we got a role of a lifetime for you. You're going to play yourself in this movie. <laughs> You're going to be the kingpin of a big drug cartel. So you're playing yourself. I am going to go piss for two seconds. Zach, can you be entertaining for just two seconds while I'm pissing? I'm going to be like Garth Algar whenever Wayne leaves him. And he's like, I'm having, I'm a, having good a good time. time. Not. Not. I'm just going to piss, guys. I'll be right back. Yeah, go for it, bitch. I'm gonna fucking shit talk him the whole time. I'm gonna tell you shit about him that he, like, if he was here, he'd stop me from saying this shit. That looked bad. That was probably the worst looking shot of the movie there. Fucking light shooting at the fucking. Uh, oh look, that that was bad too. See, I it just outdid itself. Fucking five seconds after the last time. Fuck this. They they see they should have just cut the scene out of the movie. Why not? I mean, we could have gone without this scene. We didn't have to see this. Just show the fucking POV shots. That's all we needed. But no, they just gotta... They fucking see... You hire these fucking computer nerds to make this shot, and this is what they give you? I would say, you fucking take this back and do it again until it looks something fucking presentable, or you ain't getting in my fucking movie. I'll, I'll scrub your fucking name from the credits, bitch. You'll never, see, you'll never work in this town again. That's how you gotta treat these fucks. They just, you gotta, you gotta fucking talk down to them. Like, they gotta fucking, they gotta know their worth. You could be replaced just like that. And I, I won't lose an, a fucking wink of sleep, you fucking nerd. You fucking, you do it again. And then they won't give you a fuck. maybe next time, they won't give you a fucking shitty looking like, oh, I just cut out a fucking picture of the, the alien from a magazine and superimposed it over still friends in a movie and did stop motion to make the CG effect. Then, then they won't give you that. Oh shit, Aaron's calling me, let's see what he says. What's up, player? It's Corgi. Yeah, that's what I said. This ain't Aaron, this is Gorgie calling from the shitter. <laughs> what you doing, baby? Ah, it's a mighty stream going on in here. So, you're in the, are you shitting or are you peeing? You, you, you said the shitter. No, no, I'm back, I'm back. Oh, okay. I was trying to make something out of that, but you, you blew it because my, my headphones are so loud, I heard you say, Hey, Aaron's calling me. You weren't oh, supposed fuck. to do that. My bad. Yeah, you ruined it. You well, you should have blocked your phone number, and then I couldn't have said that. But then I probably wouldn't have answered it. 
Yeah, I know. I wasn't thinking. It was kind of on the fly. But no, it was a mighty stream, let me tell you. I was I was dogging you so fucking hard while you were gone. I heard a lot of fucking uh, shit talking, but I, I couldn't really make out what you were saying. What did you say? Yeah, I fucking told all your deepest, darkest secrets, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. All the shit you told me not to say on the podcast, it's on there now. Hmm. That's all right. And you can't, you can't fucking uh, erase that. That's what you get for having to poop while we're recording. I just pissed. That's all I did. Uh, that's what you get for having to pee while we're recording. Look, that looks bad too. <laughs> See that is that why David Fincher hates this movie so much? I I didn't want to put my name on that because of the CGI. Because you gotta imagine it'd be hard for a director. To fucking, uh, like, these are all people that have jobs, right? And, like, I was saying, like, oh, I, I would have told him to fucking redo it or you ain't getting in the movie. But what would you do that in real life? Would Or would it be like, oh, I can't fucking do that. They, I can't fuck like, because I'm sure this shit took forever to fucking pull off. Like, just even the quickest CGI shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So would I say, hey, motherfucker, you redo this or I ain't paying you or I'm cutting your scene from the movie. I don't give a fuck about your kids. I will take kid. I will take the food that you were going to get your kids with that money and eat it right in their fucking face. And sh- I'll fucking piss on your kids. Fuck your kids and fuck your family. Fuck your wife. I don't give a fuck. Or would I be like, ah, oh, he did his best. I'll roll with it. I don't know. I'm kind of a fucking... I'm, I'm, I don't like confrontation anyway, so who am I kidding? I wouldn't say shit to him. I'd be like, yeah, it looks great, thanks. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I like how... I like how uh, whenever they have to show the entire body of the alien, obviously that's when it goes CGI. But whenever it's practical, it's always like Master Splinter and the Turtles 3 movie, where it's just like his like torso coming from behind a wall. And that looks fucking better. Why not just stick to it? No, I know. It looks great. So what do you think is hurting the movie, though? What's What would you change about this movie? Is it the runtime? The setting? The setting? Well, uh, the thing is, on paper, the setting's kind of cool. Yeah, but it, it's just... Make it like... I don't know. Make it, it, it takes place on a prison planet, which sounds cool, but it doesn't look like a prison. You're right. It doesn't look anything like a prison. Like, none of the people really look like inmates. I don't know. If it looked more like a prison, they'd probably look more like inmates seeing them in the prison. But, but yeah. But, you know, isn't isn't the isolated planet itself the prison? Is there Who needs, like, cages and cells? If Because I don't think there's anybody that's ruling over them. They're just, like, cast off into this planet. Yeah. You know? Technically, but that's not aesthetically pleasing to the eye. You're still alive. Plus, why they put them on the same planet? Why don't they just fucking shoot them into space and be like, oh, that's it. Or put them on different planets. Put, give them their own planets. Pumpkinhead's here. Here's the man. Pumpkinhead's coming. It could be like that episode of Twilight Zone where the guy's on his own planet. Because that would be the best way to punish somebody. They would go crazy if you put them by themselves on a planet. So much so that it'd probably be super fucking hard to put them back into society. Speaking of uh, speaking of Twilight Zone, though, I had fun doing those Twilight Zones that we did last week. 
Those were good. Do they come out good? Well, they're already posted. I guess I can listen to it for myself by the time of this. Yeah, by the time this is out, they're already a week old, baby. That was fun. See, that's the thing. Since we're putting both these out at the same time, we gotta we gotta fucking do some uh, some uh, creative recording. Mm. So, because we don't want to watch the movie back to back, you know, in a row. So we gotta space it out. So you'll hear it at the same time, though. Well, this movie, this movie we're doing here is just under two hours that's that's like the breaking point for me but the the assembly cut we're gonna have to do it a couple of parts i'm not even gonna fucking lie this seems longer than two hours it does because it's so slow the way it is Mm -hmm. but we're almost done with it it's only got 17 minutes left not including credits that's including credits sorry the thing is too with the with that cut we'll probably have to do that in two settings well that's what i mean i wouldn't surprise me yeah, that's what I mean. This one we we we're fine, but if it goes past two hours, man, it's like geez. So and the assembly cut, I believe, is like what two and a half. Yeah, two forty. That's pretty long. We might have to have an intermission or something. People are gonna be tired of our fucking voices by the fucking you know two hour mark. What can I do, man? I don't know. They're gonna be like, well, how many times can I hear this guy talk about sucking dicks? <laughs> fucking stupid this guy's humor's dumb which actually segues into a comment we got which is funny that reminds me of that <laughs> did you did you already read it i did see that yeah oh that's, that's bad so fucking mm-hmm. anytime they try to match the fucking green lighting it's it just it's a fucking train wreck on screen we got you no know, it's uh this comment though it's on the salute your short zeke the plumber commentary uh, this listener by the name of Video Game Polak, Video Game Polak, I think is what it is. You sure the guy giving commentary on this video isn't Trevor Easter talking about fucking every dude on the show? Hell of a guest commentary. <laughs> was that back when I was just a guest on the show? No, it wasn't. I think he was just playing along to his joke that we had Trevor Easter on oh, because yeah, we were talking yeah. about fucking everybody. No, I appreciate uh, Video Game po- uh, Polak. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, I mean, Zach is he's a fucking nymphomaniac, man. He wants to suck all the dick. What can I say? I will suck the cocks exquisitely. And we got this uh, comment, Tyrone Epps. Is he related to Mike Epps? And uh, fucking Tyrone Biggums from Chappelle Show. Oh, okay. They just ran into each other and collided into one person. No, man, yeah. but uh, Night of the Demons 2 commentary. He just simply goes, this movie is on fire. Thank you. It is a good movie. Night of the Demons 2 or the remake? Night of the Demons 2. Okay. Not the remake. Uh, it, that was your guys' first time watching it, too. What? The remake? Or 2? Or 2. Have you watched it since? No, I have not watched. I have not watched it since. That's a good movie, baby. That's what I like to watch. Either that one or the original around Halloween. We should have a uh, college exploitation and do all the movies that go to college. We got to do Wishmaster in college. Because uh, that movie was in a college, right? Yeah. A university? That one we just did? The, yeah. Ghoulies. What else is there, though? How, how come Freddy never went to a, a dorm? Because they just, they didn't make him long enough. He would have eventually. He would have went to space and all that shit. Once uh, the fucking the dream child came out and didn't do dank ass numbers like four did, they were like, okay, time to end it. 
They could have tried to keep it going and probably done that shit. Look, I feel bad for him there, the way he's reaching up. Like, no! I'm just a pretty little alien. I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, they fucked him up, man. You forget that he kills people. He's just, he's just following his instinct. Poor guy. The alien doesn't have eyesight, you fat, skinny fox. It's pure instance. Somebody will get that reference, and uh, they'll laugh for a second, and it'll be cool. <laughs> That's when you're supposed to put in the, the sound bite, remember? <laughs> this music's a little unalien esque. It's fucking triumphant. Most triumphant. They've, they saved the day. Oh! And he's like, fuck you. Would you fuck the alien? No. It's kind of sexy. It would come acid. Exactly. It, you'd get fucked to death. What, what, what better way to die? We, we should all ask for something that good. This scene's pretty cool. You know what movie I still want to do? I brought it up a few times, but I, I, I you should watch the movie Extro. Just watch it yourself. I've I've seen it. You've seen it? It's a good movie. It's fucking crazy. Who was it that told me they didn't see Extro? I don't know. Who put that the, out? Somebody. Um, I forgot. Some smaller distributor put it out. The, the fucking Blu-ray went out of print like right after it was released, too. People were like, yeah. why the fuck is this going for like 40 bucks now? All the sequels to it are pretty uh, not good, though. I've never seen any of the sequels. Part 2 is a fucking just verbatim, like, bullshit, like, let's rip off Alien. And, like... I haven't seen part three, actually. I think part three is on the Joe Bob uh, Monster Vision that I got, though. I w I'm still waiting on my, my Joe Bob, man. My uh, my Blu-ray. Exactly. That's all you do is wait. That's all you can do. I got your fucking... I got your future to pop in my hands. I'm going to make you beg for it. No, I'll send it out as soon as I fucking find something to send it in, baby. Wait. Oh, something that won't break it? Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Watchers with fucking Corey Haim? No. I don't think so. Is it Dank Shat? Uh, my dad really liked it. I remember he tried to get us to watch the movie one time, and I watched it. I don't remember too much about it, but um, it's got Corey Haim. It's got Michael Ironside. You think Michael Ironside was inside Corey Haim? I, I don't fucking know, dude. That's gross. Yeah, it is. But apparently that happened to him. So it could happen. We might as well just assume every male co-star he was ever in a movie with fucked him. We might as well. R.I.P. Yeah. So this commentary really died. 
Here's the big. No, I uh, I was trying to sneak away to close uh, the bathroom door just to make sure it wasn't picking up any echo. But you don't let you don't give me a fucking second, Zach. You're always like, hey, the comment Terry died. <laughs> give me two seconds. I gotta close this. But this is the big climax of the movie. I want to see this uh, this alien pop out of her chest. I love the like the fucking cum shot that Lance Hendrickson does here. It's fucking awesome. It is a climax indeed. What if he fucking shot a cum shot like uh, the milk out of his mouth in the original? Or that wasn't him in the original. It's a different guy. It's a different guy. Playing in the android. But uh, in the second one, though, he did. He shot a huge fucking load out of his mouth when he got stabbed by the queen, impaled by her tail. Yeah. And she was swinging him around, so. So what if his blood is white, but his cum is red? That'd be cool. That'd be dank. Lance Hendrickson, man, he's been in a lot of cool shit. He's been in so much cool shit, actually. And yet, I think he's still kind of... He was that whorehound. Yeah, he makes his rounds at those conventions, man. Uh, he's he's always mm-hmm. at him. But it's weird because this guy's still kind of billed as a genre guy, character actor, almost like a B guy. But he's been in Terminator. He's been in Aliens. Uh, he's been he's been a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. His fucking knee, it just fucking exploded, dude. Why are they so angry? Why did they shoot him? That, that wasn't nice. They don't care, man. Yeah, that that's their problem. Fuck them. They just want the queen. Did you see uh, Alien Covenant? Yeah. What did you think of it? I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah, uh, it was a bit of a fuck. Fuck up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've I only watched it in theaters though, and I have it on Blu-ray. I, it's one of those things where I bought it just because I'm a huge fan of the franchise. It's like I gotta complete it, you know. Uh, yeah. Which is, you know, that just makes me part of the problem, right? Yeah, it does. You know, look at his ear. He's been physically abused in the ear. I'm deaf. Who's Lance Henriksen? I missed it. Yeah, look, she hit him. He got hit with that fucking that pipe or whatever, and his ears like uh, falling off his head. It's like dangling. It's fucking weird looking. See? Owie! It looks like fucking Carlos from Freddy's Dead. Yeah. See, look at that. It's worse. It just fell down more. It looks like. Nice hair from the Carlos. Here it is, Jesus Christ pose. Right. The. It's a little bit more on the nose when you watch the uh, assembly cut with all the religious undertones. But see, I would fuck that thing. Like she might as well fuck it while she's falling. See, that wasn't too bad. No, but it was still. Uh, that looks like shit. It's yeah, like Turtle was... Three. There's no splash. There's no splash like Turtle Three. It would. It would fire splash though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's not the way it works. It was molten lava. So, th- this version especially, it's just kind of a dull movie. It's got some cool shit in it, right? Some of the effects are cool. There are pieces of good ideas. Exactly. And and it's got some really good kills, like the, the guy falling into the fan you saw. and The kills are cool. I got no problem with that. 
I don't think there was a bad kill. Really, I don't think. The kills are actually... This movie's actually the goriest. Like, there's the, mo- uh, the most blood. I think there is. Like, the first movie, there's hardly any... You know, a lot of the kills are cutaways. You know what I mean? Or or sk- mm-hmm. jump scares where he holds the hands out. Um, it's all off atmosphere. This one's pretty gory. But yeah, I, I don't... I don't know, but it's just overall pretty dull. And I don't really know what you attribute that to the most. But when we do the assembly cut... I mean, I think you're going to... You've seen the assembly cut, right? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it definitely helps it, even though it's still over long. It is a better version, yeah. All right, so how does this end again on this one? End of transmission. So it's acting like they're closing out the trilogy. Her story's done. They did that thing where... They're like, hey, we're closing the book, but not really. Give us a few years and we're going to make a sequel still. Mm-hmm. She actually was supposed to be killed in this movie, too. Like, I remember hearing that whenever they decided to bring her back as a clone, people were like, no, don't do it. I forget who it was. It was against it. Yeah, it, it was. It. it's stupid to undo stuff like that, but I. everybody shoot me, but I think overall, pound for pound, I can't say it's a better movie, but I enjoy Alien Resurrection more for a couple of reasons. It's it's not bleak, like it's very colorful in its own way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's got more action, and you do even though they're really fucking stupid, you like the supporting cast more. Ron Perlman, the guy in the cripple chair, you know, I mean, they're at least stupid. But you got Winona Ryder. She acts pretty wooden, but she's an android. We'll give her some, cut her some slack. And it shows her tits. Oh, and the little mutated. No, I don't think it does. I, I... No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't show Winona Ryder's boobs in it. But, uh, and the movie's just paced better. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how long it is, but if it happens to be two hours, man, it goes by so much faster in this movie. I don't hate bleak movies. Like, maybe it's just like because it's so slow and it's bleak. Maybe that's mm. just a bad combination. I don't know. But I, I actually, uh, I would like to do, I would like to do a commentary of Alien Resurrection. Like, are you, are you super familiar with that one? I've seen that one once. Okay, it. You should watch. It's very a product of a. Uh, it's very 1997. I thought it was made in the early 2000s. No, Alien Resurrection was 97. Early. You're thinking uh, Alien versus Predator was made in like 2003, maybe 2004. I was thinking it was Resurrection. I guess I'm wrong. No, Resurrection's 97. Um, but uh, I don't hate it. Like I said, I think it's actually kind of a fun movie. It, when I when I watch a movie like Alien Resurrection, I just sort of take it like it's a fanfic. You know? I, I don't want to take it too seriously. It's like I'm watching uh, a live-action adaptation of one of those comic books that they make off of a film franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the alien, this Terminator comic books, right? I don't really take them fucking seriously. Alien comic books. It's just like watching a live action version. Of one of those. It's fun. I'm not going to put too much stock into it. Uh, and I, I do overall think it's the better movie, even though it's uh, not as dark in tone. It's kind of corny and lighthearted. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what's your final thoughts of this version? Final sentence. Um. Final statement. Like where where do you rate this version as far as on a one to ten scale, and what do you see the main thing being wrong with it, and what do you think being the uh, the the main thing it has going for it? Um, on a one to ten scale, probably like a three. 
It, that that low? Okay. Probably. Okay. And uh, I, yeah, I just think it's it's too foggy and slow, and uh, the characters aren't interesting enough for me. Yeah. You said that like Mitch Hedberg, by the way. They're not interesting enough for me. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, that's that's who I model my whole fucking life around. So how does it get the three points you gave it? What uh, what earned it that? The kills, the fucking uh, the, the alien itself. It's a cool design, and uh, uh, that, that's about it. Okay, that was enough. I think uh, our scores will be closer than maybe you think. So I'm trying to think of it in context of the rest of the Alien movies. So if Alien and Aliens, the first two are perfect tens, let's say they are, they're like the high mark. And if I consider the uh, assembly cut of this to be better, like honestly, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it more after we watch it, but the assembly cut, I, I could say gets maybe a six, right? Like I said, it it's it's... You know, just a, it's just a nudge over that okay point, but it's not a great movie at all. But it's all right. This one, I'll give a four. You know, um, I'd probably, from what I remember, I'd give the assembly cut probably a five. So we're like just one off. Yeah. So for you, it puts it in the okay middle of the road category. Yeah. For me, it'll the assembly cut. Like I said, a six out of ten. When we get to that point, it's like man, it's. At that point, the things that are making it lose a few points are are just stupid shit that could have been avoided, right? Things that you mm-hmm. wish you could just get your hands on it. Uh, but anyway, it's weird. I've seen worse movies. It's mm-hmm. just uh, maybe maybe being boring is like the worst thing you could do to a movie, actually. Like I said, Alien Resurrection on paper is a way cheesier fucking movie, but it moves at a good pace. You know, it's like mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, which one do I have more fun with, I guess? But we're going to get into that one next, so stay tuned for that one. Check them both out. Uh, Leave comments on what you think of the uh, theatrical cut. And once we have the assembly cut ready for you guys, leave comments on that one. Let's build a dialogue on this. And I I wish Josh James could have been involved. Maybe Josh will want to come on. Well, Josh and I had the idea to do this kind of thing for Hellraiser Mm -hmm. too. Um, and I want to do after we're do, done doing this, I'd like to move on and try and do Hellraiser one and two. Yeah. And then have, and have a podcast, like talking to Josh about it because those two movies are very polarizing to each other. In my opinion, some people love to, uh, I think some people don't like it like me and I would love to do that next, but maybe Josh will want to come in and, and do a chat about this or I don't know. Maybe we'll brush over when we do Hellraiser. But anyway, uh, if you guys are on YouTube, please comment, like, subscribe, click the notification bell. Uh, And if you're only on YouTube, please know we are on podcast formats like Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. All you got to do is click the link in the information of the YouTube video. If you haven't already, uh, head on over there. Uh, They typically go up earlier. They're the better versions. There's a lot more audio we get away with, a lot more sound bites we get away with over there. Uh, and not to mention on YouTube, you can just find, I'm sorry, on iTunes and, and Stitcher and whatnot. You can subscribe to the Revival House feed. You can get uh, your Mac and Zach fix. You can get your Deep End fix and you can get your BTM fix all in one place or subscribe to them individually. Uh, but even if you just like YouTube, 
maybe go over there and just leave us a five-star rating and a, and a review because that'll help us out a lot. Uh, and then you can come back over here on YouTube for all we care. It's all good, too. Exactly. You can find all those fucking links in the description, baby. Another thing, though, too, is like Zach puts up every single Friday, he uploads a Revival Classic. And those are cool, man, because some of those, you know, are older and, you know, they they sort of get thrown in the faces of people that maybe weren't listening to us back then when those were recorded. And what was the episode that just went up this week? Um, it was, fuck it, I forgot. Yeah, forgot. I forgot. Well, I look, it look. Up. look it up real quick. Yeah, you can't remember? I really can't. I'm going to look it up, man, because you're slow. I am. I'm fucking retarded. So, Zach, he put up Son-in-Law. Son-in-Law. That's a good one, too. That's a real good one. We need to start digging back and, uh, when you, are you ever going to go back into the archives and put some of the really old episodes? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, those are good. Because a lot of those, the thing is, is there, there comes a point where they weren't on YouTube, right? Like the pre-YouTube podcasts. Oh, so you want me to go even further? I don't. Like, I don't know. Like, should we? I don't really want to do the maybe. Maybe like the the reviews and shit. Like the like just out of out of nowhere put a Corey G episode on. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Just stick with the podcast. Don't just think it's me. Just <laughs> just stick with the podcast for now. To keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, that's all we got. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you guys for uh, coming back for more. And Zach. I guess go over to Mac and Zach and listen to his uh, uh, Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. It's really easy to listen to because it's only like an hour long. You can watch it with the movie if you watch it on YouTube. Yeah, so check them out. Give them a sub. And like I said, check out all our other content and we'll check you guys later. Bye-bye, puppets. your wife, I fucked your daughter, and I fucked your son! Okay. <laughs>